Blog Talk Radio. Fans, welcome to the show. Sign guy along with the coach with the most fundamental ads from coast to coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but he has the most because his favorite food of all time is rump post. Coach Mike Jones, real fast before we jump into it with our guests, if you're looking for pro wrestling today, the Hot Sauce Festival has pro wrestling in Portland, Oregon. Luke, all the wrestling later today in Portland, Oregon as well. You also have Reactivate Pro Wrestling happening in Richland in Washington, and also Primo's Pro in Denver, Colorado. Without further ado, we continue with Beast Month as our guest is the Beast from the Middle East, Giant Fool of the Butcher Debashi. Welcome back to the show. 
Hus, salam alaikum. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you loud and clear. Okay, yep. okay. Is that the coach with the most from coast to coast that don't like to boast? It is. Javashi, he's not wishy-washy. He's going to give you the kibashi. Yes. <laughs> now, Dabashi, that begs the first question here. This is possibly the most important question we will ever ask you on this show. Are you a big fan of Kobashi, the hot dog eating champion of the world? Uh, I don't hate him. But you're not in love with him at the same time, I guess? No, because if you remember back in the day, that was my gimmick, eating hot dogs and taking fans' hot dogs and spitting it back into their hats. That's true. (laughs) Now, did you always check to make sure that they were kosher hot dogs? Well, that's why I never actually swallowed them, because then I start thinking, how about if they're not kosher? Yeah, I could have got you in a world of trouble right there. Yeah, sure could. Now, how many of these hot dogs did you actually have to reimburse people for? Did they make you buy a new hot dog, or did people just be out the 2 or $3 they spent at a wrestling show to get food? I, I actually like to watch the promoter squirm. I didn't have to pay one cent. The promoters were afraid to ask me. So oh, I don't wow. know. I don't know if they ever got reimbursed it or who knows. Maybe I I saved those uh, rabid fans' gut from some, you know, bio-nuclear stuff from those processed foods because I know, I guarantee, they weren't no Hebrew ha- nationals because, you know, some of those concession stands, inshallah, stuff Allah were, you know, they were cheap. I could see that. Okay. Now, since we last talked, you have continued to be out with injury at the hands of old Thumbs Up Lance Dean. Can you give an update how the ankle is holding up right now? Well, I'll give you an update. I just had my second nerve surgery, but, you know, I was kind of frustrated because what I was told, you know, I'll be up and running and running a marathon within, you know, days and come to find out. Uh, I think I have a rogue nerve in my leg because, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of worse off than I was before in a certain extent. I'm off the cane, but I'm in constant pain. Um, um, They think, the surgeon thinks maybe there was like a, what was the word I want to use, a branch off of the nervy cut. So I'm doing physical therapy a couple of times a week, and hopefully, you know, that does the trick. So everything's kind of up in the air. I got promoters calling me to book me, and and um, you know, so they're checking up. I'm just kind of waiting. It's kind of in God's hands now, and. Uh, We'll just hope for the best. Sooner or later, I'll be back. I mean, I, I mean, I got that itch, man. I, I miss, you know, terrorizing in, uh, people entertainingly. Now, is your first target going to be 
old thumbs up plant C because he started this whole mess when he viciously planted that trap so he'd fall into a hole. So that's what you say, that he dug the hole. Well, you know, I guess might have to get the FBI on it because, you know, the FBI is up and up nowadays, so who knows? Maybe they'll be on top of that case. <laughs> so you're sitting in the FBI, you're not going to go Mike, over... Mike Jones caught Mike. that one, right? Yeah, exactly. Hey, Javasi, yeah. did you know there's, there's breaking news, brother? Because sign guy, he's so fly. He's going to make you high. That's because, let me tell you why. He's never going to lie. That means he's never going to die. And then also, that's because he's better than baseball, hot dogs, and apple pie. Brother Sign Guy. Coach with the hey, heavy. Hey, Big D, Buddy Highway. You might have your next rap artist right here, Coach Mike Jones. <laughs> You didn't know. I ain't Now, you used to run with Buddy Highway. You had him in the Muhajadeen, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, we had some Who? classic battles together. Team... What's that? The Muhajadeen? Yeah, did Coach ever join? No. Nope. The Bossies had more characters. And then... Von Hess is in second place. DeBossi said it doesn't Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't even, first of all, don't even uh, put my name in the same sentence of Von Hess. You need to go and wash your mouth out of soap. See, when I first started pro wrestling, I didn't change my gimmick every week. I started as Dynamite Day because when I was trained, uh, they said, oh, I don't know, that was just my name. Then I went to... Modern day chic, you know, and then from there, you know, as the attitude era came, I went to you. This was a coach Mike Jones' favorite one, Chic Tiger Dobashi, STD. <laughs> this is one STD you don't want to catch. And then from there, I went to the butcher because. You know, obvious reason. Obvious reason. So I only had four gimmicks as my morphation. So if you talk, I won't say the guy's name. He has what 152 gimmicks. So I think Coach Mike Jones better go and take some Don soap and gurgle with it because he put my name <laughs> in the same sentence. <laughs> You got six different tag teams. Totally different story. I, you know, H ten. You have a different name. I mean, (laughs) that ain't a gimmick. That's just the name. A lot of times, the promoters come up with the name. So you know, every tag team I've been in, I've been champion. So I have a good track record. You do, and I'm forever indebted to you. You got me into the business. You got me trained. You got me matches. You helped me promote. The only thing is, you know, the only time I ever regret bringing you into the business is when I had to face you in the ring. We still have unfinished business to do, brother. About four decades now. 
Damn. And dude. I think Sign Guy and High has a couple too. We we got some we got some uh uh stuff we need to take care of myself. I don't care if it's you, Sign Guy, Coach Mike Jones, or that Darth Vader Kata Kata cosplay guy. Yeah, you that might That idiot Sparta, your buddy pal. Yeah, I'll you take might. I'll take all three of you on in a handicap man. Or get my will power. I'm not even with here. that idiot. I hate that guy. Hey, who's that? Here's a here's a challenge. So, uh, how about we'll have Darth Carter versus Wild Lyle for the NGW Undisputed Championship uh, at Bethel, Well, why don't Bethel we have High Darth Carter versus Sign Guy first? We have that, both. but I'll do it again. I'll beat him every single time. Well, well, yeah, here's, okay. here's what'll be the dream card is double main event: Sign Guy versus Darth Carter, and Sideshow versus Moondog Rex. Oh, Moondog Rex. Okay. okay. What, what about Moondog Ace? Or Ace? He's out. Apparently, Rex is in. I mean, Ace. Moondog. He Ace. said Rex. We got to go dig up the body of Randy Cawley. Ace, Rex, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Sign. It was Debashi's idea. <laughs> That's right. I got a lot of good ideas, baby. Speaking of good ideas, possibly your best one. You recently went into the coffee business. You came out with a line of coffee that's absolutely divine. Could you tell us what sparked that idea? Well, since I've been injured, make a long story short, you know, I grew up in the grocery store business and, you know, stars align and I decided to go back and bring back, you know, the Boshi name. It's been synonymous, you know, in the Seattle-Tacoma area. And um, so, you know, that's, it's getting there. It's getting there. The the contractors are working on the building and stuff. And so one day I was drinking coffee, and sign guy is always saying he wanted some coffee beans, you know, blah, 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 Yemen. And so I finally, you know, got a hold of my cousin, got some coffee beans, and I, I found a place that will process it for me. And then, yeah, the rest is history. So I came out with uh, three blends right now. It was uh, Yemen Gold, uh, Grit City Sasquatch, and the Pacific Northwest Championship Coffee Blend. And uh, we got one more we're working on. And I'm hoping uh, it's still in the works. I don't want to give it the flavor out. It's going to be kind of a unique flavor. But, yeah, I just decided, uh, you know, I love, you know, I might not like the Washington politics, but I love Tacoma. I love Sasquatch. So Grit City is Tacoma's name. So I said Grit City Sasquatch for that, blend, you know, blend because it's gritty and bold and, so I was having fun with the labels and logos, and yeah, next thing you know, uh, here we are. I was just, yeah, that's how I came across it. So Sign Guy kind of planted that little coffee seed, and I ran with it. Now, 
I can confirm that in locker rooms, some of those coffees have been sampled by various sports entertainers and promoters. It seems to be a hit in the locker rooms. Even Jeff Manning, who doesn't like much of anything, loved it. Oh, really? Oh, Jeff Manning tried it? He definitely did. Oh, wow. Right on. Right on. Well, thank you, sign guy. Absolutely. It was also endorsed by Northwest Pro Champion Tyquan Bro. Matter of fact, I seen that when uh, I think it was you that uh, messaged me that video, and I put it on social media. Tyquan Bro. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad I'm got you know some reviews, and hopefully, you know. Uh, you know, once the store going, I'll have, you know, actual, uh, you know, you could buy it by the cup or, you know, buy the grounds and or holding there and it'll be a lot cheaper because people won't have to, you know, pay for, uh, you know, the shipping costs. Now, I believe the question we have to ask here is, Coach Mike Jones would like to know, what is Diapool the Butcher Debashi's favorite coffee to drink? Oh. I would actually say Oh, it's hard, I got paid. I probably have to go with the one I drank this morning, the Pacific Northwest Championship coffee. They're just saying that okay. so Jeff Manning will eventually book you again, huh? <laughs> oh, I don't think he loves me anymore. All right, I love your coffee, apparently. Well, at least my coffee gets love. Now, you recently, when I say recently... Still through the pandemic, you were tag team champions with Christopher Rizek. Those titles, I believe, were uh, surrendered to the company. The titles are now vacant. Do you still plan when you get back to team up with Rizek, though? Well, you know, Rizek's been calling me and, you know, and uh, checking up on me and talking strategies and, you know, and, yeah, we plan on bringing Beauty and the Beast back uh, if CPW, you know, brave enough to book us or anyone else. Now, can you tell us the status of Cat Galore? I have. Uh, I don't All I know, uh, she says she's enjoying her summer. I, you know, keep in contact with my former manager, and um, she's been kind of MIA. I've been talking to, you know, Christopher Rizek, you know, quite a bit. But she had reached out to me, and uh, she had uh, told me she's having a great summer and doing well, and I'm happy for her. So, yep, I know she's uh, itching to, you know, manage some champions again and of course Beauty and the Beast whether it's Beauty and the Beast or the World Powers hey 
any tag team I slide into, we seem to win gold. Remember uh, Carnival and I? Uh, speaking of managers who own powers, Ray Lovejoy just returned to the wrestling business about three months ago. Uh, he popped up to fill in his ring announcer at Blue Collar. Any talks with Roy about possibly putting the band back together? Um, no, we haven't talked too much, you know, since uh, World Powers, you know, kicked Roy Lovejoy out of the, the World Powers. We haven't talked too much, but, you know, you never say never in professional wrestling. That is very, very, very true. But at this point, I believe Coach has a lot of questions he would like to ask. I believe even band questions today. So I will pass it over okay, to Okay, well, Coach. let me take a sip of my coffee first. Okay. Okay. I'm drinking Yemen Gold, by the way. Uh, did you know that the label is coffee beans, but it forms the, the country of Yemen. How oh. very ironic that was. Yeah. All right. All right, Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most, coming at you from coast to coast, live here in Puyallup, Washington. Debashi, Sheik Tiger Debashi, STD, Dynamite Dave. He's a bomb. Okay, you're not as No, wait, 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 wait. You said that wrong. I remember when I was on Northwest Afternoon, someone dared me to say it, and I did, and I go, my parents are terrorists because they made me. I'm the bomb. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and where's Hank Miller? I'm going to have to give him a call right this second. Um, anyway, yeah, it was nice to have you on my show just a few weeks ago, and it's been an honor no, to be on you. all your. It's been an honor to be on your uh, your your couple shows. Yeah, you yeah got. we've been on an I hate us. Uh, Lyrical Spit and Murky Chronicles, but uh, we'll be back. Uh, Day after Labor Day, we'll have our first show back. We decided to take the summer off between my surgery and, 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 you know, a lot of things going on. And and then Kenny, gorgeous Kenny Roberts, shout out to him, my co-host of Murky Chronicles. But we'll be throwing shows out right after Labor Day. Right on. And then, hey, here's another challenge for you. How about Wild Lyle will put his uh, undisputed championship against your champion from Sasquatch Pro Wrestling, uh, Rudwig Von Ludwig. What's his name? <laughs> oh, well, the, the, the title is actually vacant right now. Okay. All right. So... Well, same thing. Maybe I'll have to talk to the CEO and see if Sasquatch wants to uh, put up the title and put both belts on the line. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, let's see, there's, there's that show in Bethel. I think it's October 3rd in Spanaway there. Um, we're planning on going to that, and then there's a chance Who's to have a show. Uh, that's World Underground Wrestling and, and Randy. 
um, whatever oh, it is, okay. Pacific Wrestling Federation. And then remember, they got the stuff at the fair that you can go to the fair and advertise too. So that sounds fun. Coming up here, when's that sign? That would be the last two weeks of September during the state fair. Okay, there you go. So that sounds fun. And then they got some good concerts at the, at the fair, Night Ranger and, and uh, Ann Wilson and the Doobie Brothers, amongst others. Will they be Doobies there? Probably. Sign guy just it's got legal to see in him in Vegas. Sign guy seen him a couple months ago in Vegas. Do you guys remember that show, What's Happening Now? Or What's Happening? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the episode when Rerun and them went to the Doobie Brothers concert and they got paid to record the, the, the show to pirate and then they got caught? Yeah, that's Coach Mike Jones' favorite episode of any TV show that's ever been made. That's because Sign Guy the Doobie knows Brothers. the script. Yeah, and yeah. Sign Guy knows the script. Yeah, folks love that episode. Yeah, and if you just checked out Sign of the Times, episode 542, just this morning, you would have seen that Sign Guy's still reading the Doobie Brothers book. And then I wrote each yes, for the I Doobie am. Brothers here in Tacoma. Well, I've got backstage passes of theirs, and uh, uh, one of the on their rider was you. Ha- every town has to get them an ounce of weed. <laughs> nice. So, that was pretty cool. So being part of the road road crew, they made sure of that you know that's who they went through, of course. You know, with their female and then, there. Uh, and then uh, during their shows, they had a they had a a dog like a Boston Terrier with a uh, with a pack of doobies in in between his arms when he's sitting down. Nice. <laughs> so does the doobie does the doobie brother still get any rats? I'm not sure. Anyway, so uh, hey, who were some of your heroes growing up? Dynamite Dave. Oh. Bruce Lee. Nice. Uh, Chuck Norris. Uh, uh, of course, uh, Bob Backlund, Hulk Hogan. Uh, believe it or not, Iron Sheik. Uh, uh, Tommy Wildfire Rich. Yeah. Yeah, I loved your interview with uh, Wildfire, and then of course, oh, thank you. Of course, one of the greatest uh, segments of all time was what did you do like two seasons with uh, Thunder Rosa? That was the greatest radio of all time. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're in the talks. You know, we might uh. Uh, well, she's been so busy, and as you know, it, it, it's hard to get a hold of her anymore. But you know, uh, she's been real busy, and I mean, who knows? We might see Love Luck pop up again. But yeah, th- those were fun. Yeah, 
Those were fun. Is, is she still world champion? Yes, she is. She's been for a while. Yeah, shit. Yep, yep. And then sign, she's probably stayed the night at Sign Guy's house before. No, she never did stay the night, but I uh, run into her here and there on occasion. Okay. Yep, because sign, sign Guy would uh, send me texts every time he bumped into her with her picture. Okay. And her. Nice. Now, uh, Mr. Sheik Tiger Dabashi, did did you play sports in high school or growing up? Yes, I played a little football. Um, I was on the South Tacoma soccer team from, shoot, kindergarten up to uh, about 10th grade, and we won the city championship. I, I actually won a contest where I won some Sounders tickets for – Designing the, the 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 league logo on a patch, and then I went onto the fireballs, and then I played. I did karate since third grade with legendary Steve Armstrong, the first uh, not uh, first non uh, Japanese uh, tenth degree uh, black belt or red belt, um, and traveled and did tournaments. Got my black belt with that. And, uh, and um, I mean, it was like straight up like the Karate Kid tournaments. Those were fun. I got some. We could do a whole episode with that stuff. Man, I don't know what's dirtier, uh, the, the, the back uh, stage of a wrestling event or, or more drama at a karate event. And then recently, uh, oh, what was I going to say? No, I said, oh, that's, it. that's uh, interesting. Oh, yeah. And then recently, um, before I injured myself, I dabbled into Taekwondo, and then um, I wanted to, so I, and I started taking Hapkido, which it's all about takedowns and submissions, and, you know, you only use like 1% of your energy, you know, and it's really effective, and um, I was getting ready to go for my yellow belt, but then obvious reasons I didn't go for it, because I tore the tendon in my foot, but, yeah. All right, yes, and then what's some of the most Oh, I played basketball, ma- too. Um, okay, yeah. A little bit yeah. of baseball, but anyways. All right, and then what's some of the most memorable matches you've seen or been involved with? That was hard. I'll never forget the day. Oh, what was I think it was Oregon Pro Wrestling. I was uh, before my karate instructor passed away. He would ride up with me to Portland because he was a big wrestling fan, and um, him and Chuck Norris were you know buddies too. And I remember, um, oh gosh. Uh, I came in and I started as a referee and I was going to be uh they were going to I was going to end up you know being a, a wrestler but I was going to be like a heel you know from start from a referee and be a heel ref and next you know and then I, I'd wrestle and I never I remember 
Oh, old Moondog Moretti and Playboy Bears told me, yep, because, you know, the fans love me as a ref. You know, as as much as they mm-hmm. love you, you know, they'll, they'll hate you even more. So uh, I remember it was in the main event. It was, uh, gosh, who was it? Uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker, Scott Norton, and Buddy Wayne versus... Um, Playboy Buddy Rose, Ed Moondog Moretti, and I can't remember who the third person was. So it was a six-man elimination match. And something happened, and Buddy Rose grabbed me, and Jimmy Superfly uh, cross-body blocked me from the top rope. And uh, I kicked a bump, and I disqualified him and kicked him out. And at the same time, they had a plastic bag over Scott Norton's uh, uh, head. And oh, I can't remember the scenario, but of course, the whole arena blamed me for what just happened. And shoot, I swear, uh, you know, uh, I was going to have death threats and stuff. It was. It, it, that was pretty memorable. And then I remember going to the barn across the street, and uh, I had my Seattle Supersonics jacket on. And Seattle just happened to play uh, Portland Trailblazers for the playoffs. And I look over to the corner, I see, like, Buddy Wayne, and I see, like, uh, Scott Norton and all these big guys, you know, you know, and of course, you know, Scott Norton's a big monster. And uh, I remember I walk in, and there's like five or six guys playing pool. And I yelled, I said, Portland Trailblazers suck. Seattle's going to kick their asses. And uh, I did, and then they all, I, I think they were ready, they were ready going to beat the crap out of me. So I got louder and louder, and thank God Scott Norton heard it. And he comes up behind me, and he folds his arms, and he's basically saying, um, uh, you know, and they looked at him, and, of course, they backed away, and I kept on talking crap, and and they sat down. And he was like, you okay, little buddy? And I was like, yeah. And, yep. Uh, that, uh, that's probably – I have a lot of memorable ones, but for some reason that sticks out. It could have been okay. another Shawn Michaels incident against me, but Scott Norton bailed me out, whether he knew All it or right. not. All right, and then we do got one question from a longtime fan. And uh, this guy, he went, he went for years without putting in a question, but then he'll get on a roll, and he'll put in 100 questions. And uh, uh-huh. during his... During the 100 questions, we'll forget to ask him maybe five times out of 100, but he's usually on time and stuff. He actually broke his streak of 100 like a couple weeks ago. His name is Kurt Uh-oh. Ferris. His name is Kurt Ferris, and uh, he's out of the Midwest there. He's a long time. He's probably Sign Guy's biggest fan. Oh, oh by the way, to... me and Chief, me and Chief, uh, speaking of the Midwest, me and Chief, uh, the world powers, Atakula Kula and myself are the longest reigning 
uh, Michigan uh, tag team champions. We still have the belts to date, but go ahead. Impressive. Okay, Kurt Ferris wants to know. Oh, plus, Kurt Ferris's questions are right there with like QT's questions. Okay, they're off the wall. Oh, okay, I got it. Uh huh. Okay, here it is. Kurt Ferris would like to know how good did it feel busting a bottle over sign guy's head. Uh, not good enough, because I would love to see uh-huh. more color. Okay. Yeah, you know, geez Louise, he's his biggest fan, but now he wants to he wants to know a question like that. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, who are some of your favorite people to work? I got so many, I would hate to say any names. I mean... Um, of course, Coach Mike Jones. Um, Thank you. Probably one of my funnest times in the ring, besides, you know, my tag partners and stuff, was when me and my, before me and Chief Tag Team, we used to have uh, wicked battles. You know, we were in, uh, uh, featured in a, a Pro Wrestling Illustrated and uh, for best of 13, and uh, me and Chief always had some great matches and fun. A uh, real quick story. Another one, too, was Eugene. He was a piece of cake. I mean, he he was awesome. It was like, but, um, so we were at the big anniversary show in uh, Mount Airy, Pennsylvania for the AIWF, so it was... The AIWF World Champion Chief versus the AIWF North American Champion, uh, me. So the night before, they had a Hall of Fame, and I think it was Scrapyard Dog and uh, uh, was it Nick Foley? What's the, sign guy? What's the other Foley's name? Dick Foley. Yeah. They they were in the main event, but right before they were putting the cage up, the promoter comes out to us. Uh, hey, you guys, do whatever you need to do. Sell tickets for tomorrow's show. We said, okay, yeah, piece of cake. So I'm in my suit, and we're on the ramp. There was a ramp, and it was probably the top of the ramp is probably at least ten, fifteen feet high. And so we go out, and we just ad lived everything. Chief. Um, we're face to face, and I we have both titles. And while well, they're setting up the ring, and and uh, you know, Chief's talking, and I'm talking. He looks at me, and he goes, "Push me." I go, "What?" And he goes, "Push me." So, you know, I gave him kind of a work push in his chest, and people go, "Ooh!" And as I did that, Chief took like three steps backwards, and he took a bump, 15 feet high onto the concrete back bump. And the way he did it, it looked like he slipped. And as he's doing it, his foot got caught into all the the, the audio and video music. They had like a Titantron. As he's falling, the whole big Titantron falls over on top of him. I thought I killed him. And I look, and everyone goes rushing down. And I went up in the dress room, and uh, I remember uh, you guys know who Lady Tappa is, right? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she was there. And then uh, uh, Saint Trompain was there, and everyone, and um, and and scrap every scrap here and everything. I'm throwing up the furniture. I said, I just killed Chief, and I, I was freaking out. And I was pissed off because the promoter looked at me and goes, now who's going to face you in the main event tomorrow night? Like, he wasn't even, uh, it was like he wasn't even worried. Or it was more, thing. you know, I was flipping out. Next thing you know, and then people called the ambulance, and Chief was trying to tell him, I'm okay, I'm okay. And he gets up and he walks out back up in the dressing room and goes, I love you, buddy. It was a rib on me and everyone else. So the next night, uh, and we sold tickets. We packed the house. And uh, next, and the, the scariest moment was, so we had a, a anything goes match, and, you know, we had some tacks and all that. And I took the American, the finish, I took the American flag, and I was supposed to set it on fire. And if, and of course I wasn't gonna really set it on fire, and but Chief was ribbing me, and I'm trying to flick, flick, flick the lighter, and finally the lighter went on, and then Chief took his whole time, took his time to see if I'm gonna, you know, light the flag. I said that mother, and and then next thing you know, the whole arena became silent like a white heat. And it wasn't a good heat either. And all I hear some, if he lights it, we're going to kill him. And I'm sitting here, and it feels like it's taking forever. And then finally Chief does his uh, spinning power bomb into the thumbtacks and pins me. But, yeah, that, that, I would never forget that day. Wow. And then who were some of your toughest opponents? Well, of course, Coach Mike Jones. Uh, We've had, had some battles, dude. I'm gonna give give uh, some of my uh, stories after after you you finish. Okay. Of course, Chief was one of my toughest, and later we became you know the world powers. Um. Yeah, I would have to say Chief. That's why we love each other, beating up each other so much. More money we beat up each other, more money we make. Yeah, I was I was going to guess him, of course, because, you know, with your guys' matches, it just radiated. You could tell, like, both of you were, like, each other's toughest opponent. You know, you guys well, are so evenly you see his ma- arms evenly the show. You see the scars on his arms. He got, like, Dusty Rhodes scars on his arms from me. Yeah, you know, and you guys are so and, evenly matched. Yeah, he, you know, he told me, hey. Lay him into me. Do what you got to do with the fork. And I said, okay, we'll leave everything in the ring. And we did. So, okay. yeah. All right, yeah. And then what are what are some suggestions you have for people wanting to get into the business? Don't. <laughs> Come on well, now. You got to give something. Okay. Know your history. I don't care what you do. It seems like, and there's some great talent out there, and there are athletic stuff, but to me, the art of wrestling has changed. Um, everyone's focusing on big moves. Um, 
a lot of times less is more, and I've proven that because I don't do all that much in the ring, but what they, you know, oh, wow, this guy's real, you know. Um, uh, know your history. I mean, if you're a boxer and you're like, like look at Mike Tyson, one of the greatest of all times, you know, besides Muhammad Ali, and he knows all the history and the past champions. Uh, I mean, look at the the famous soccer players, basketball players. You got to treat pro wrestling like a business and a sport. Know your history, you know. And I, I think the biggest thing what to do, and I, I sit there and watch the matches before you, you know. Don't, you know, communicate with the other guys. Don't do the same moves, you know, um, uh, as the other guys, you know, in the next match. And another thing, too, you, we, the promoters need a clue. You got to build up. I mean, back in the day, you know, you have your 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 match, um, you know, your opening match, you know, and it, the 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 matches should, you know, gradually get more excited, you know, more stuff. You you know, I was told you don't leave the ring, you know, stay in the ring, don't use jump off the top rope, um. You know, you save all that stuff for like the main event or higher up in the crowd. Uh, let me go back to the 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 Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum. Um, I remember going there, and I'm I'm not gonna say no names um, to put anyone on the bus, but the guy was a good kid. You know, they said it's a battle royal. Whatever you do, don't do anything off the top rope onto the the you know the arena floor, right? So yeah. this kid. He, he he got, you know, he was able to, you know, get into the battle royal, you know, to get notice. And what did he do? Exactly what they told him not to do. And you know what? They said uh, they'll never book him again. So, damn. you know, you got to you just tell a story. I mean, just do your homework, watch, listen, shut up and listen. When, when a veteran comes talk to you, don't take it as an insult. And, you know, I've, you know, Maybe my opinion don't mean anything, but I've seen a lot of other veterans go up to young guys, and like I've done it too, and you tell them something, then you get all pissed off like you're trying to put them down. And, um, you know, and, but well, you're trying to critique them to do better, you know. So I think I think the biggest thing, wrestling is too woke. That's the biggest thing. Biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, like, like. I've, I've seen people get upset for, you know, I've been called every word in the book. I've been called a sand nigger. I've been a doom coon. I've been called a terrorist. I love it. I'm a heel. I love it. I, I'm doing my job. But I've seen other wrestlers get upset because they get called names, and they go crying to the promoter saying, oh, can you kick the fan out? He, you know, they hurt my feelings. They said this. And the promoter would do it. I think that's stupid. I, I I take that as a badge and honor. Be as racist as you want to me. As long as you want to come and see me get my butt kicked, hey, that's all right. Okay, yeah. And, you, yes, you know, uh, man, we've had a long history going on four decades of facing each other and working with each other. I got the pleasure of starting to train after seeing one one of your shows at Lincoln High School in 94. 
which was really a really great show. One of the best matches I ever seen with Buddy Wayne and uh, Billy Two Eagles there at Lincoln Billy High Two School in Tacoma. Yep. in Tacoma. Yeah, and they and tore it up. From there, I found out there was wrestling around here, and then I started training with you. Not not probably three or four months after that. And then it started following your shows at the Puyallup Armory, the Armory at uh, um, Fort Lewis there, and uh, just, you, you know, all over. And then next thing you know, I was promoting with you. Um, I got to wrestle yep. you at the Anacortes Casino up there one of the first times. That was quite an experience. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then I wrestled you all over, and I won my first title against you in the first time we had a feud in the 90s there. In 1999 at Gig Harbor High School, myself with Hank Miller, uh, I beat you and Lewis Rock with Playboy Buddy Rose on your uh, at, in your corner. You guys cracked me open. I bled pretty bad in that match, but I was able to pull out the victory. And... Uh, Man, we've had some great, great matches and brawls. We got to be on uh, Evening Magazine. They featured our match. And, yep. uh, yeah, I got to do the the springboard off the chair. Um, you know, the matches in uh, – I got to defend the title at the Des Moines Waterland Festival and I helped promote that show. And then I got started promoting at the Boys and Girls Club. Just dream come true for myself. Then I helped you uh, uh, get your first, not first, but one of your, uh, you know, and have an actual wrestling school that we ran for almost two years and got a lot of talent out of there from the Northwest here. Havoc, um, uh, Cecil Reed, Meat, uh, Casey Nelson, um, feel good came out of there. Um, man, we got, we, we found some good local talent and a lot of them lasted and did pretty decent. Uh, and then in Lewis rock, I'm supposed to have him on my coach, Mike Jones show for a full interview. He said he hasn't interviewed in years and always said no, but he decided to do my show, but he ended up getting COVID and couldn't make it the last two weeks. So we're hoping to have him on next Saturday on the Coach Mike Jones Show. So we'd love to have you guys call in and uh, or, or come up with some questions or call in to talk to Lewis Rock next week. Cool. And then, uh, of course, the other all-time classic battles against just a couple years back there was Carnival versus the Real School Army at the MMA gym where they got, we had the wrestling ring set up next to the MMA cage and you guys somehow suckered Stefan Bonner into the cage and started beating his ass two on one until we regained uh, control of the match. Next thing you know, we put a whooping on you guys all through the match, but somehow you, by fluke, you got a win off of Stefan Bonner. How is that a fluke? Because I'm smarter because he got me into that triangle or whatever, and he wasn't smart enough to lift up his shoulders. 
How is that a fluke? I'm just smart. Well, because he knocked you out at the same time, so it's basically a gift. But who's smart? We though? Owe, uh, who's smart? It I was pushed smart, up on my yes. It was smart. We owe you a Christmas card. Are you okay? I love Christmas I love gifts. Cards? I love gifts, baby. <laughs> anyway, so yes, and then you know we battled all over the place at Uncle Sam's with bloody brawls. Oh my goodness. And then, like you said, we're not done. Is Sun Guy sleeping? No, he's no, not here. Okay, and oh, then okay. I'm, I'm just just about done. What schools do you recommend for people? You mean for wrestling? Yes, for wrestling or for whatever. Uh, tell you the truth, I really don't know. I really, I really, I mean, only school I really know of, I'm kind of out of loop on that end. I mean, there's a lot of good schools. I mean, and just be sure they know their stuff. And I know that um, uh, Midnight Heat, not Midnight, is it Midnight Heat? Four minutes of heat. Yeah, four. I'm sorry, four minutes of heat. You know they they've been doing a lot great along the West Coast and championship wrestling from Hollywood and stuff. And I know um, Gibson, Ricky Gibson, he has a school, Oregon Pro Wrestling. I mean, that's the only in in Oregon. That's the only really school I really know of right now. So okay, and then what do you got coming up? Um, just working on my store. Um, you go to debashimarket.com, um, um, dot com or debashimarket.com, either or. And you, you can get my coffee on there. Um, the store's going to have, you know, some uh, wrestling memorabilia. I'll have something about Frank Stojak. You know, he was NFL player, um, um, professional wrestler. He won the World Light Heavyweight Championship, and not only that, he was a Tacoma. He was uh, uh, a yeah. um, uh, Tacoma sheriff and a, a Tacoma congressman. And then um, I'll have a little display up of uh, uh, Luther Lindsay. He was the first black man to face uh, Lou Fez in Spokane, Washington, for the world title, and he ended up being the first Pacific Northwest uh, black wrestler. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to have a little display. I'm going to have some memorabilia. And um, Matter of fact, I'm actually working on something big, but i got to keep it under wraps. And um, I'll probably mention it on my podcast, but I'll, I'll make sure... If it's not on mine first, I'm going to announce it on your show. Um, okay. It, it's going to take things to the next level, but I promise the person I wouldn't say anything right now about it. So I, I'm, I'm getting stoked about that. It's like, yeah, so I'm talking to some people this week, and yeah, so... 
All right, and then uh, uh, how else did people get a hold of you? What's your other social medias? You're on TikTok. Uh, you know, Dayfula Debashi, um, on Facebook, at Lyrical Spit on Twitter, um, um, Instagram, and then um, TikTok. You know, the first three days I was on, I had over a thousand likes and or uh over 5000 likes and 1000 followers but then after that you know I had my second surgery and I haven't really did nothing on that but TikTok is that lyrical spit dobashi um so yeah pretty much yeah it's funny cuz how Facebook were like oh they're making everyone use their shoot names and they're like, how do you, how do you guys, how did were you able to keep your name? I said, well, Dave is my real name. They go, oh, we thought it was Dave. I said, no, that's just a nickname. So I am my gimmick, baby. Oh, I knew that. All right, brother. So yeah, I took up a, a bunch of time. I'm not sure how much time you guys got left. There's only three minutes left in the live show, but we can go on for hours. But Sign Guy does not like to go on for hours. So, and I know your time is money. But I want to wish you all the luck in the world, and thank you so much. I'm forever indebted. Appreciate it. Love you. Hey, no problem. You know, maybe you and Sign Guy and even Darth Carta, some memorabilia, pictures of graph, and uh, some the one reason I, I I missed the community, and, and, and I figured and everyone in the call was Hey, Dave. Dave, you started breaking up about a minute ago. Oh, okay. I said, uh, um, you know, i excited to get back into the community, Hilltop, Tacoma downtown community. You know, they remember me wrestling, and I, I, I just want to get back to the community. And they know I'm a nice guy, but I can get crazy on times. And not only that, there's some rich history in Tacoma and in the Pacific Northwest. So I figured, you know, make it a slash little museum, you know, put up memorabilia, you know, and who knows what else of it. So check out dobashimall.com or dobashis.com and try out Let me know how you pick it and get good. I want to thank you again for being on the show today. We definitely appreciate it. I will Enforced blend of coffee when it is available. So we wait, hope to see you again. Hopefully that old thumbs up lamp seed doesn't go for your other ankle. Because I'm the best in the Middle East. The Yemeni maniac, the modern pig, Daifala, the butcher, the bashi. I am not a terrorist. I'm just a terror in all of professional wrestling. Hus, hus, Allah, wahbar. Puss. Coach, have your stuff to plug, promote, say. Yes, you guys can check me out at Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most, and at Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to check out the Real School Army and the NGW Green Room for interviews from from celebrities and wrestlers from all over the world. And then, of course, we still do the Seattle Mariners organizational report and Cincinnati Reds organizational report. You can catch some of those on YouTube. 
And then my podcast every week just did a great show yesterday with the guys from the Seattle Sports Union. Um, the Soul Man and Abe from the show uh, came on yesterday. We had about a, almost a two-hour show with those guys and could have talked for three hours with those guys. And I did one of my best interviews on Seattle Sports Union, so I was proud of proud and honored to have those guys on yesterday. And like I say, next week at noon, uh, every Saturday at noon, is the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast, and we're scheduled to have Lewis Rock on next week. So thanks, everybody. We appreciate all the love, support, and uh, feedback, and thanks so much. I wish you all luck. All right. Fans, make sure to get out there and support all the local wrestling wherever it may be near you. We'll be back with you next week. We continue Beast Month with Man Beast. So make plans to be with us. We will talk to you soon.